does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. Coming up, lots of basketball, high school and college. We'll also talk about the Colts' big win over the Steelers today. Right now, though, the man who has all the information you yearn for on a very busy Saturday night, the star of our show, Network Indiana's James Adams. Thank you, Coach. A quick update from Minnesota. Right now, the Pacers are letting the game get away from them with about 10-17 left in the final quarter. Minnesota is up 103-78. to No Tyrese Halliburton today for the Pacers. Pacers being led right now by Bruce Brown and Aaron Neesmith. Both of them have 17 points apiece. Earlier today, the Indianapolis Colts, they got a big win over their... Longtime rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 30-13, the final score in that one. That is the first time the Colts have beaten the Steelers since 2008. Gardner Minshew was solid. He completed 18 of 28 passes for 215, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and a quarterback rating of 131-16. Here is head coach Shane Steichen talking about the Colt, the, the keys to the Colts' win. The biggest thing was obviously talking about, you know, last week, the resilience, right? It wasn't our best game and it wasn't who we were. And uh, the big thing was cleaning up the penalties, right? I think we had two penalties for 10 yards today uh, and then getting the takeaways. And we got three and we didn't turn the ball over. And <laughs> when that happens, you usually win football games. So uh, excited for the guys, you know, putting in the work, uh, the weekly preparation that they did, and then going out and executing it, you know, on Saturday. Obviously not Sunday, but Saturday. So it was uh, great to see the, the team get the win. The Colts had several practice squad players make key contributions. Among those was among those was DJ Montgomery. Montgomery dropped a touchdown in the in the second quarter, but then he would make up for it at the end of the first half, uh, grabbing a touchdown for the Colts. Here's Shane Steichen talking about his receiver. Yeah, no, it's awesome to see. Obviously, uh, he's been working his tail off. Um, shoot, in the scout team, when he was on scout team all year, he just made plays and plays and plays. And it's like we got to get this guy up on the active roster. Um, obviously, he'd love to have that one back, but then he gets another opportunity and makes a big play and gets a touchdown. Uh, credit to him, credit to Reggie, uh, getting him ready to roll. And uh, it was good. It was good. A lot of guys had to step up today. And uh, the preparation that goes into it, obviously their position coaches getting them ready to go, uh, knowing what to do, knowing the plan, and going and executing it. Diving back into boys' high school basketball, we have Concord. They got the win over East Noble today. Scoring that one was 54-41. to Connorsville Christian, they beat GEO Next Generation 49-34, the final score in that game. Delta versus Muncie Central. Delta got the win 33-25. Eastern Greentown, they beat Cohen 70-63. And Edgewood, they beat Sullivan today 39-38. Looking at girls' high school basketball, Batesville versus East Central. Batesville wins 41-31, the final score. Bedford North Lawrence, they took on Fourth Wayne, Fort Wayne Northrop. Bedford North Lawrence wins 52-47. Belmont, they blow out New Haven. Belmont wins 68-9. Benton Central versus Kankakee Valley. Benton gets the 56-42 victory. Bluffton versus Adams Central, 67-54 in favor of Bluffton, while Borden, they beat Madison 52-43. Brown County versus West Vigo, 
50 to 35 in favor of Brown County. Center Grove, they beat Lawrence North 65 to 48. Cloverdale, 51. South Vermilion, 11. Blowout in that game. Columbia City versus East Noble, 71 to 29. And Concord, they beat Mishawaka, 40 to 32. Looking back at boys high school basketball before the end of this update, Lawrence North, they beat Fort Wayne Northrop, 75 to 34. Leo, they beat Fort Wayne Snyder, 59 to 52. Lagodi versus Springs Valley. Lagodi wins 70 to 39. Michigan City versus South Bend. Adams. Michigan City wins 67 to 46. Monroe Central. They took on Hagerstown. They won 63 to 62. A close game in that one. New Palestine versus Franklin Central. 75 to 56. The final score. Pendleton Heights. They beat Liberty Christian 54 to 38. And Richmond. They beat Connorsville 65 to 35. I'll have more scores coming at you here in the next 15 minutes for Network Indiana Sports. I'm James Adams. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. James Adams in on the school board updates. James, tell me about this Colts win. I didn't get a chance to catch much. I was I was wrapped up in basketball all day. So tell me how, how they won this game. Well, it was a slow start for the Colts. Uh, the, the Steelers went out 13 to nothing to start the game. Colts had a couple of really big mistakes, a blocked punt, uh, penalty, stuff like that. But in the second half, the Colts completely took over. I'm pretty sure they shut out. Yes, they did. They shut out the Steelers in the second half, put up 30 points, scored 30 unanswered, actually, to close out the game. So it was kind of a tale of two halves. It was a rough start, but they really bounced Mm -hmm. back in the second half and really bounced back over uh, last week's pretty disappointing loss to Cincinnati. So what does this do playoff-wise? I mean, that's the that's the big thing. I mean, yeah, they won. That's great, and we're happy for them. So what's going on playoff-wise? Well, they are definitely still in the playoff picture. I believe they have the seventh seed right now. Let me look this up right now. I can get to the page. There we go. Yeah, the Colts right now, they are second in second place in the AFC South. Of course, the Texans are playing tomorrow. Uh, C.J. Stroud will not be starting for the Texans. Davis Mills will be in for him, so that could be a good sign for the Colts. Um, I believe they are the seventh seed or the sixth seed, sixth seed right now in the AFC playoff hunt, though. Um, they need to continue to win. You know, there's so much time left. I mean, it, it, it's it's a hard call to make right now. I mean, in terms of whether they get in or not. Uh, so, um, um, it's just a situation where, as we mentioned, you got to control what you can control, and it's the you know it's that cliche that everybody used: control the controllables. You can't control what other teams are going to do. You you just have to go ahead and and do what you're doing and take care of things that you're taking care of. And uh, this has been a um, um, it is a it is a very resilient team, and. Um, it's just one of those things where they just keep plugging away and keep doing what they do and find ways to make plays. You know, like Gardner Minshew having an, another good day. It's amazing. Here's a backup quarterback who just continues to win for you. Oh yeah, he's been. This was, a, I think, his best game as a Colt. As a Colt, without a doubt. Uh, let me pull up his stats right here. He finished 18 of 28 for 215 yards, right. three touchdowns, and a QBR of 131.16. That's pretty darn good. That's pretty darn good, especially for a backup. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Um, and, and yeah, he has his shortcomings, and I think everybody understands. But he, he's a gamer, and you know, he steps up. He makes plays when he needs to. Uh, they do this without Jonathan Taylor. They do this with some injuries up front. 
Uh, and I think it's a tremendously intriguing story, quite frankly. Oh, I agree. And I think one of the bigger stories from today was the Colts had, I mean, they had several injuries. Michael Pittman Jr., he went down with an injury. But the Colts had several practice squad players uh, step up. DJ Montgomery mm-hmm. wide receiver, mm-hmm. caught a touchdown. Tyler Goodson, he had a couple of good catches as well as uh, 69 yards on the ground. As well as Trey Sermon right. had 88 yards on the ground. That's That's pretty good, especially from your two... Backup, backup running backs who weren't even on the active roster a couple of days right. ago. Right. Well, uh, who do they play next? I believe they have the Falcons on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I mean, the schedule makers were, were kind to them. I mean, this is uh, this schedule. I mean, it, 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 just, it is very. And, uh, it just, you know, all you can do is beat the people on your schedule. <laughs> you don't make it out. Just go ahead and, and do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, IU Purdue, different stories. IU plays great for 33, 32, 33 minutes. And then um, the last five, um, it's just a situation where they don't close things out like they need to. Uh, and Kansas does. Kansas makes a couple of big threes. And, it's a game, set, and match for the uh, Jayhawks. I uh, want you to in, we encourage everyone, stay with us. Coming up, we're going to continue to talk. We're going to talk some high school basketball coming up in this half hour. We're also going to talk about IU, John Herrick. Uh, we'll hook up with him in just a few minutes and talk about the IU and Kansas matchup later on tonight. Uh, Rob Blackman, the voice of the Boilermakers, will join us, and we'll talk about Purdue basketball. Busy day in college basketball. Also, you know, uh, today, uh, University of Evansville beats Bellarmine 70-61. to Lindenwood beat IUPUI, a game Greg Raystrow and I did, which we'll talk about a little bit later on tonight. So coming up, scoreboard update. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Time for another scoreboard update from Minnesota. Three twelve left in the fourth Timberwolves up 121 to 99 over the Pacers. Looking like this will be another tough loss for the Pacers. They were looking to bounce back from last night's disappointing loss to the Wizards, but no can do. In the NFL right now, third quarter, Detroit up 21 to 7 over the Denver Broncos. Meanwhile, high school basketball, boys. More scores coming at you right now. Hammond Science and Tech, they took on Granger Christian. Hammond Science gets the win 55 35. Henderson County, they beat Pike Central 53-46, the final score in that one. Heritage Christian versus Indianapolis Cecina. Heritage Christian wins 63-54. Indian Creek versus North Putnam. Indian Creek 61, North Putnam 43. Indianapolis Cathedral, they beat Indianapolis Tech today 62-49. Meanwhile, Jasper took on Corden Central. Jasper wins 62-54. Excuse me. Jeffersonville and Evansville Harrison. Jeffersonville 49, Evansville Harrison 46. Kokomo and Carmel, they faced each other today. Kokomo wins 59 to 51. Laporte beat Knox by a score of 62 to 28. Girls High School basketball. Eastbrook and Blue River. Eastbrook gets the dominant victory 61 to 24. Eastside beats Lakeland 63 to 28. Evansville Central and Tecumseh, 78-61 for Evansville, and Evansville Christian beat North Davies, 47-27. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. 
and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Let's talk to Tanner Camp from Regional Radio Sports Network. He has the Michigan City win over South Bend Adams, 67-46, the final in that one. Tanner, thanks so much for the call. Very impressive win for Michigan City tonight. Oh, Coach, you are not kidding you. Uh, you. You talk about a quick start for Michigan City. They end up leading Adams 20-5 to by the end of the first quarter with only two players from Michigan City scoring. Allen Briggs, the 6'2 senior guard, he had nine points in that first quarter. And then Andrew Vaccari getting just a second start on the year for Tom Wells' group. He had 11 points in that first quarter on three made triples and a field goal. So a quick start for Michigan City. And what do they do? They just keep scoring and scoring. And it ends up being a 39-18 lead for Michigan City going into halftime. But you know, just like I do, you cannot count out a team that's coached by Chad Johnson. He's done a great job with that team. 22 points in the third quarter for South Bend Adams, including just in the third quarter alone, Jarvis Tolbert. He had 11 points in that third quarter. That really helped spark a a chance for South Bend Adams. But Michigan City just made the big plays in the fourth quarter, scored 17 more points in that fourth quarter. And that's how they come away with a huge victory. And a big statement win for that sectional. This is a sectional opponent. This was the team that knocked out South Bend Adams last year, that Michigan City knocked out last year. So, Good win for the Wolves as uh, Tom Wells continues to inch closer and closer to win number 400. He's had an outstanding career. It's not by accident that they won all those games. But uh, you get the sense that Michigan City's putting some things together now? Yeah, definitely. They they had a little bit of a struggle stretch, but they've played good teams like Mishawaka. Bodie Bender's done a great job with that program. Right. Caveman won won their first sectional last year for the first time since 1986. And then East Chicago Central, Coach, keep an eye on that Cardinals team. That That is a really good team that I could see really making some noise, especially come postseason time. So a little bit, little, you know, you, you always get your bumps and bruises during this time of the year, but that's what you want. You want to build your good teams before you get ready for that oh-so-glorious postseason tournament. So huge bounce-back win uh, for Michigan City. And given that, uh, they took advantage. South and Adams played against Clay last night, so a 24-hour mm-hmm. stretch and. And Michigan City, they played on Thursday against the Chicago Central. So, you know, Michigan City, only six players scored, but five of those players had double-digit points. So really a, a wow. great victory for Tom Wells' group. They show no signs of slowing down, and uh, they're going to have to get ready uh, to keep going fast and fast because they're in a really good sectional. Well, that's good. So uh, who's coming up next for Michigan City? So next up for Michigan City, they are going to get a little time off on the 22nd of December. They're actually going to head over to the Angola area uh, over at the Trine University Classic. They'll take on the Fort Wayne North Legends. So it's that time of the year where for Michigan City, you know, they want to play in a tournament, kind of see some other real good teams. And in this case, they'll play Fort Wayne. They'll play Fort Wayne North. And hopefully we'll see the Wolves continue to get a win. Again, the more wins that come along, it will slowly see Tom Wells etch his name and get win number 400. All right, who's your, uh, what's your schedule next weekend? Well, Coach, fortunately, uh, I get to go home for, for the Christmas break and to see my family for the first time in quite some time. So I'm, I'm off, luckily, for that stretch. But my next time that I'll be back out is going to be 
at least for high school basketball, is going to not be until 2024. I'll have the Crown Point Michigan City Boys game, and I tell you what, that mm-hmm. will be a phenomenal Doomland game. Clint Swan, also one of the top-tier coaches in all of northern right. Indiana basketball. Right. But luckily, I'll get some college hoops just before the school year ends. I'll have uh, Concordia, Michigan coming to take on Mike McBride's Holy Cross Saints on the 30th of December. Tanner Camp from the Regional Radio Sports Network on the call of Michigan City's big win tonight. A very solid win. Uh, I appreciate the call. I really do. Have a great holiday, and uh, I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks so much, Tanner. Absolutely, Coach. You have a great Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and as always, thanks Thanks. for all that you do for Indiana High School Athletics. Thank you very much. All right. John Herrick from the IU Radio Network joins us. Hoosiers drop a tough one today, 75-71 to Kansas. John, they played great basketball for about 33, 34 minutes, and those last five minutes kind of proved to be their downfall, unfortunately. Yeah, Bob, that's the frustrating part. I mean, this team is 7-3, and three, but I don't think at any point in these 10 games that they've played, they've put together a full 40-minute basketball game. Um, yeah, I mean, they had the, the lead today for 35 minutes until – Kansas took the lead 62-61 on a layup from uh, Hunter Dickinson. And Hunter Dickinson is, uh, well, not exactly liked by Hoosier Nation because if you remember, he played for <laughs> Michigan last year. Um, so he got a lot of boo birds from the crowd today, but then he also showed up and balled out when he had to. He finished with 17 points and 14 rebounds. But you know, the big thing is, I mean, it was a tale of two halves. I mean, Indiana shot 54% in the first half. In the second half, just 33%. They had 11 fast-break points in the first half, but they only had three in the second half. So I think when they were able to get out and run and Trey Galloway was able to do what he did, he had 28 points, they really were winning the transition battle. And I think once Kansas took that away and Indiana was kind of forced to play more half-court, that's when the struggle bus uh, was was something that they were contending Hmm. with. It was it was just – but, look, you fought hard. You played the second-ranked team in the country um, very well and, and almost came away with the win, um, which is what they needed after last week's performance against Auburn. So, got a quick turnaround, though. Got to get ready for Moorhead State, which will be no cupcake uh, on Tuesday night. I think people uh, lose sight of the fact that this is a, a team in transition uh, after losing 70 points out of your offense and uh, an All-American center and, and the basically the heart and soul of your basketball team uh, and Jalen Hood-Shafino, who was beginning to come on and be able to score against anybody, you don't lose two guys like that and immediately stay at that level. And I, uh, who's your fans? I think you know their their expectations are high, and I understand that they're also unrealistic. So listen, the progress this group has made, even though they lost today, they are a much better basketball, uh, light years better than they were two weeks ago. Yeah, and I and I think the next few games especially are going to be big for the bench. I, I you know Mike Woodson didn't really have a chance to play much of his bench players today, and I understand why considering the opponent. But I think right. you're going to see more of the bench guys step up. And one thing is you've mentioned, you know, who's your fans have high expectations for? One guy they had high expectations for and still do is McKenzie Mbako. And I thought mm-hmm. McKenzie Mbako played his best game today. I mean, he had 14 points, played extremely well, had five rebounds, had one steal. The problem was, though, he was in foul trouble. So he didn't, he didn't yeah. get to be on yeah. the floor as much as he would have liked to. 
Um, the officiating had something to do with that. That's all I'm going to say about that. But, you know, it, it was frustrating at times when guys got in foul trouble, but they fought through it and they almost, they right. persevered, almost got a big win. He's coming along. Every, and then at some point you're going to get Xavier Johnson back from injury. And that'll, yeah. be, a, that'll yeah. be a big lift to this team as well. Cause they need him. Uh, so there, there's definite, there's definite positives. I think the glaring positive to take away from today is Trey Galloway's performance. I think the fan base and I think the coaching staff has mm-hmm. wanted Trey Galloway to be more aggressive. He certainly was today with that 28-point outburst of his. Yeah, he was fantastic. And, uh, again, this is a uh, Kansas team that's incredibly talented, won a championship not long ago, uh, Hall of Fame coach. So, listen, the uh, the IU crowd being in Assembly Hall was fantastic. The place was crazy. Kind of game you, you, you'd love to be at that game with all the energy and all the great back and forth. Unfortunately, it didn't go the way everybody wanted it to. I'm glad you mentioned the crowd, Bob. That was one thing that we were all kind of concerned about on the broadcast crew. How loud would this building be with no students? Uh, Not a whole lot of students there because of it being Christmas break. But all of those fans clearly bought that holiday package where where they got to come to the Kansas game because they made a ton of noise. And it was it was great. I mean, they played a really cool video before the game commemorating all the different Indiana teams from the past. Um, of course, with a clip or two from Bob Knight. And a lot of IU alums were there. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Like Derek Elson and Good. Grace Thompson and guys like that, guys that have played for the Hoosiers for uh, for, for four years or, or for a few years and went on and to, to do great things with either their basketball lives or went on and did do great things in their personal lives. So um, it was great to see all those players there. John Herrick from the IU Sports Network, IU losing to Kansas 75-71. John, I know you're busy. Thanks for squeezing us in. Have a great holiday. All right. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Coming up, scoreboard update with James Adams. This is Indiana Sports Talk. They have gone final in Minnesota. A tough loss for the Pacers. They lose by the score of 109 to 127. Pacers were led by Bruce Brown. He contributed 17 points. Aaron Neesmith also added 17 points as well. In the NFL, Lions taking on the Broncos right now, end of the third quarter. Detroit up 28-10 to in that one. Moving back to boys' high school basketball. Jasper, they took on Corden Central. Jasper wins 62-54. to Marion and Huntington North. Marion wins 77-40. to New Palestine, Franklin Central. New Pal wins 75-56. to Meanwhile, Ben Davis, they took on Brownsburg. 
Game went to overtime. Ben Davis gets the 49-46 victory in that one. Blackford, they took on Eastern Hancock. Blackford wins 52-44. Brownstown Central versus Mitchell. Brownstown wins 75-36. And Castle... They face Danville, Illinois this evening. Castle wins 59-48. Moving on to girls basketball, Penn versus Goshen. Penn wins 38-26. Pike versus Fort Wayne South. Pike wins 56-22. Plainfield. They faced Harrison West Lafayette this evening. Plainfield wins 53-38. Meanwhile, Southwestern Hanover. They took on Providence, a rough outing for Southwestern. They lose by a score of 45-38. Silver Creek and Brownstown Central. Silver Creek wins 63-42. South Bend Adams versus Laporte. South Bend wins 63-43. And South Knox, they beat Castle by a score of 59-36. I'm James Adams. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball tonight. Jasper over Corydon Central, 62-54. WKLO's David Deaton joins me. David... Good solid win for Jasper, Corden Central. A little bit of a struggle tonight in this matchup. Well, it, it was a struggle there late in the contest, Coach. But, man, Corden played really well for the first three quarters of this contest. They had a tie. Both teams exchanged baskets early on. Corden made a couple of threes. Jasper actually mm-hmm. converted a couple of old-fashioned three-point plays. And then Corden really went to work at the end of the quarter, outscoring Jasper 9-3 to and took an 18-9 to lead at the first quarter turn. But... As you would expect from a John Gable-Jasper team, they came right back in the second quarter and kind of worked their way back into the contest. They really shut Corridan down, held them to a couple of threes there in that second quarter of play, outscoring the Panthers 14-6. to So Corridan went into halftime only up a point at 24-23. to But then in the second half, the Panthers were able to maintain the lead. They only had one tie or two ties, rather, in that first half of play. So it, it, Corridan started to get things going their way a little bit there in the third quarter. And then Jasper took their first lead coach at 35-34 with a little more than two minutes to go in the third. But then the Panthers went on a 10 nothing run to close the quarter. The last seven points, Coach, happened in the last 25 seconds of that wow. third quarter. So the Panthers <laughs> right. got ahead 44-35 to at the end of the third quarter. And they looked like they might run away with it for a minute. They ended up starting the fourth quarter, scoring the first five points, and led 49-35 to with about five and a half minutes to go. And that's when Jasper started getting things going a little bit as they went on a massive run and ended up taking a lead at 54-52, uh, to actually got 50-49 to there at one point. So they scored 15 unanswered points to take the lead. Gordon responded with a three to get the lead back. But then after that, Coach, Jasper goes on another run, and it ends up being a 10 nothing run that gets them up eight. They made their last eight free throws. They made four threes in that fourth quarter. And even though the Panthers, Corridan Central, made 13 threes tonight, the Wildcats got to the free throw line more. They made threes. And so that 14-point lead evaporated in that fourth quarter. Jasper goes on a 12-2 run to close it out and beat Corridan Central and come from behind fashion tonight. So it was an impressive performance from John Gable's group and for mm-hmm. Joseph Hinton and his Corridan Central Panthers, a disappointing loss tonight, especially after they had gotten blown out at Scottsburg last right. night on the road. But uh, a tough way to lose this one, but give Jasper credit. They played well. They forced turnovers, got to the free throw line, and made some big baskets when they needed it. All right, who's up next for uh, Corridan Central and for uh, Jasper? 
Well, let's see. The Wildcats are off for a while. As I looked at the schedule, they don't play again until Friday, December 29th, and they will be hosting Evansville right. Central in a Southern Indiana Athletic Conference matchup. And as for the Panthers, they're right back at it again Wednesday night. They've got Jasper's rival, Southridge. Of course, Southridge beat Jasper 47-45 to in Huntingburg last mm-hmm. night. So that's who the Panthers have on deck. And then they're at New Albany on Friday night to take on the Bulldogs. We just saw last night against Orleans. And uh, so we've, we've got them coming up on Wednesday night. Looking forward to that one. And then next weekend, we're going to be with the North Harrison Cougars as they head over to the Toyota Classic in Gibson County. They'll take on Gibson Southern in the first game of that tournament. They'll play two games on Friday, the Cougars, and then they'll play the one game on Saturday. So a busy week coming up next week, just in time for Christmas. Absolutely. We'll look forward to talking to you, David, next weekend. David Deaton from WKLO, Jasper over court in Central, 62-54. to 54. Thanks so much, David. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You do the same. Thanks so much. High school basketball tonight, Greenwood Christian Academy beats Shenandoah 54-40. GCA ranked number one in single A. Their head coach, Jackson Williams, joins me. Jackson, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations to your kids on another impressive win. Hey, thanks for having me, Coach. It was a good night tonight. What about this number one ranking? I want to talk about that. How absolutely over the moon were you and your kids? Uh, you know, we were really happy with things. Um, and, and, you know, we can't control rankings, but uh, we said right. that at the start of the year that we wanted to be one of the top teams in the state. And uh, we felt mm-hmm. like we needed mm-hmm. to, be, to compete in our sectional with Tinley and Lutheran. Um, and so uh, right now they ranked us number one, which was nice and everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, our, our kids have a real good focus. <laughs> on this doesn't mean much. We really have to prove it in the tournament. Yeah, uh, you're right. It does validate what you've been talking about, uh, the progress that you're making to be one of the uh, better teams, respected teams in single A, and so you have that. But, you know, it's it's a precarious place now. I mean, it took a lot to get there. It takes a lot more to stay there. Yeah, and, and, and we really talked with the kids about, you know, we didn't come into the season just wanting to be ranked number one, you know, a random week in December. We were – Mm-hmm. You know, for something hopefully um, that we can do that's special in February and March, and uh, you know whatever people rank us is you know their business. But for right <laughs> now we got to, we got to build for the tournament. All right, so tell me how you win this game tonight. Obviously, it seems that you uh, defensively were targeted and focused and uh, pretty strong this evening. Yeah, we ended up giving forty points up, and, and you know the first half it was tied at. Uh, well, it was 24-23. We were up by one, but we right. really felt like we had a handful of mistakes that we needed to clean up there in the second half. Um, that Shenandoah team is a really tough team, and they, they came out and did a really good job um, and, and made it tough on us. We had uh, we had a handful of kids that stepped up tonight, and Noah Reed and Max Booer both went for 18 points. And uh, then we had Jordan Tolman and Ben Comerford and uh, Al Ucise chip in uh, five and eight points apiece um, and then ended up having great play off of our bench with Reed Smith and uh, Eli Jackson really defending the post well and uh, ended up winning the glass tonight, which was big for us, uh, and ended, ended up kind of pulling away there in, in the fourth quarter, you know, hitting 70% of our free throws, which was mm-hmm. a pretty nice way to end things. So we had, we had a real full team effort tonight. It was good. 
Yes, yeah, a, a very, very impressive night. All right, so uh, what's the schedule uh, n- next week and through the holidays? Well, next week we're playing on... Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Playing in the Greenwood Holiday Tournament, so we'll be at Greenwood Community. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got Yorktown Game One, um, and, and just kind of getting ready for a, a really strong Yorktown team that uh, is going to present some problems for us physically. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah. Make sure that we're real tough and, and you know handle handle their physicality. That'll be a great test for you. I think it's fantastic. It's a good challenge. It's a great scheduling. Jackson Williams is the head coach at Greenwood Christian Academy, GCA number one in single A tonight. They beat Shenandoah 54-40. to Jackson, thanks for the call. Congratulations. Again, give my best to mom and dad. Tell them I'm thinking about them. And good luck to you and your guys next week. Will do. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Thanks so much. Coach Williams' father was an assistant of mine at IUPUI for a number of years, and so I go back a little ways with Coach Williams and certainly happy for him and uh, and the success of GCA. So coming up, we have much more basketball to go. And remind you that we'll be with you next weekend. We never stop. I never rest, okay? 30 years on the air, I'm still doing it. I don't know exactly why, other than the fact that I like it, but we'll be with you our regular times next Friday and Saturday. So so don't forget us. We're going to be there, okay? And um, I, you'll, you know we're going to be talking about a lot of basketball, plenty of basketball over the holidays. Coming up, we're going to spend more time talking about IU, Purdue, some more college basketball was a very successful day for a number of our uh, Indiana colleges and universities. Obviously, not so for the Hoosiers. We talked about that. But I thought there were plenty of positives in that game for, for them uh, earlier today. Uh, Greg Rakestraw will join us coming up. We'll talk about the Colts. Greg and I had the opportunity to do the uh, IUPUI and Lindenwood game at the Farmers Coliseum earlier in the day. So he's had a long day. Um, and so we'll talk about the big win, um, not a work of art, but a solid win nonetheless for the Colts. They just keep grinding them out and, um, it's kind of fun to watch them and figure out ways to, to win games. And they certainly continue to do it. So, well, we'll, we'll talk about that coming up. School board update coming up 
Much more basketball and football to come on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports. Final score from Minnesota. The Pacers fall to the Minnesota Timberwolves by a score of 127-109. to Pacers next in action on Monday when they face the Clippers in Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Tip-off for that game set for 7 p.m. Elsewhere around the NBA, the Golden State Warriors are up 114-108 to over the Brooklyn Nets. About 419 left in the fourth in that one. Denver leads Oklahoma City. 82 to 79, 150 left in the third. Dallas taking on Portland. Portland down 82-91 about midway through the third quarter in that one. The San Antonio San Antonio versus Utah 38-35 Kings up right now. 726 left in the second and the Los Angeles Clippers they are taking on the New York Nets that game just started the Knicks, excuse me. Los Angeles up 12 to 5 in that game. Boys High School Basketball, Fort Wayne Blackhawk. They took on Manchester. They got the 72-42 victory today. Gary West, they took on Mishawaka Marion. Gary got the 55-50 victory tonight. Greensburg and Franklin County, 46-38, the final score in favor of Greensburg. And Henderson County of Kentucky, they beat Pike Central today, 53-46. to Girls High School Basketball, Triton, they beat Pioneer, 41-20. to Union City and Tri, they went at it today. Union City loses by a score of 70-41. to Tri Township, they took on Oregon Davis, 64-35, to the final score in favor of Tri Township. Springs, Springs Valley beat Lagodi, final score of 39-35. to And Speedway, they beat Southport today, 50-30. to I'm James Adams for Network Indiana Sports. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Colts win. Colts win. That's the refrain everybody's excited about, and as they should be. Greg Rakestraw joins me from the Indianapolis Colts Radio Network. Earlier in the day, Mr. Rakestraw and I had the Lindenwood IUPUI matchup. Lindenwood wins this one. Um... It was a great finish for them. Greg, let's talk about IUPUI and Lindenwood and then tell me all about the Colts' solid win over Pittsburgh tonight. Well, as far as IUPUI is concerned, they fall to 3-9 and nine in the season. You know, Jalen Counter had 23 points. D.J. Jackson had 14-12 in the first half. I thought IUPUI did a lot of things well, but just not enough of them. You know, didn't have a great presence of the boards until late in the game. Largely took care of the basketball. They're not going to be a great three-point shooting team, but just didn't get enough stops at the right time. You know, they, they got down early in the first mm-hmm. half, or second half, rather, after leading at halftime by a bucket, had to play catch-up, and, and so often you kind of climb that mountain and you get it back to even, and you just need to run out of gas or kind of have that natural let-up. And I thought IUPUI had that, where it was 62-all late in the game, and you kind of blink, and it's 71-64 Lindenwood, right. and they, they just do enough to kind of keep IUPUI at bay. So it's an unfortunate loss for IUPUI, but since it's a non-conference game, you can kind of push it to the side quickly. Jaguars have one more coming up before they get back into the teeth of Horizon League play. It's a non-one game against the Division Three school in defiance. It's one that you hope to put in the win column, and you can kind of focus on, on what will be 18 remaining Horizon League games after that. So some good, some bad. You would have loved to have had a win tonight, but you kind of move on right. quickly if you're Mac Renshaw and company. You left, we both left the Coliseum after the game. I went home, took a nap. At my age, I need to. You 
went down to Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts and the Steelers. Colts win this one 30 to 13. I mentioned it earlier, and it wasn't an artistic success, but they grind it out and figure out a way to win. Very important ball game for them. Bob, I think this is the Mona Lisa for this football team. I thought it was the best they played all year. Uh, and, and I realize they spotted a team that is seven and 7-7 seven, but not playing well right now offensively. I realize they spotted right. them a 13-0 lead. But if you look at so many key stats, and given whom the Colts were playing without in the game, without Jonathan Taylor and without Braden Smith, who's turning a right tackle. Right. Then you lose Michael Pittman Jr. and Zach Moss during the course of the game, and and you beat a team that was in a playoff spot by 17 points, a team you hadn't beaten in 15 years. Um, that's 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 Picasso Van Gogh territory right. from an artistic standpoint for this football team. So to put it in perspective, Trey Sermon had 223 career yards in three NFL seasons for tonight. He had 88 yards rushing. Tyler Goodson <laughs> had not had an NFL carry before tonight's game. He had one for 31 yards. DJ Montgomery is five years removed from playing at Austin P for the Governors in football. He had his first NFL touchdown tonight. Those wow. were unlikely names that had to fill in and contribute for the Indianapolis Colts, and they got the job done. And again, to put it in perspective, the Colts have been in Indianapolis for 40 years. Tonight was their fourth win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That franchise has wow. just owned the Colts. So on a lot of levels, it was a really good night for the Indianapolis Colts. You know what? Uh, those particular instances you talk about of players coming off uh, you know, with virtually no experience and other things, that's a fantastic story. And it, it speaks to culture. It, it speaks to coaching. It speaks to resiliency and character. I could go down the list of superlatives, but those are all factors of why this team's playing like they are. Correct. And, and while it's a victory for the entire team, and I'll keep this brief, I know there's another commercial break that's coming up here soon. Tonight was a win for Shane Steichen and for Chris Ballard. Shane Steichen is a really good play caller. And even without key pieces, schematically, they can find ways to get guys open. But Chris Ballard talks about depth on this football team. They had a tremendous showcase of it tonight. Right on cue. You're a pro. Greg, hang on. We'll come back, talk some more football with Greg Rakestraw on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Greg Rakestraw rejoins us talking about the Colts' big win over the Steelers, 30-13. to uh, So it, this helps them, does, clearly helps them playoff standing-wise. Still a lot of football to be played, but a very important win in that regard this afternoon. Correct. So the Colts are currently in a playoff spot. The Bengals won the early game against the Vikings, so they two are 8-6. and six. So the wild card standings look like this. It is the 8-5 and five Cleveland Browns who will play tomorrow. Bengals are the 6th seed at 8-6. and six. Colts are the 7th seed at 8-6. and six. Bills are 7-6. and six. Broncos are 7-6 and six and losing in Detroit. Bills are 7-6 and six as well. I think I said Bills already. So the Steelers are 7-7. Seven and seven. Raiders are 6-8. and eight. Those are the teams that realistically are in the fight. Um, so the games of importance tomorrow for Colts fans. Houston plays at Tennessee at 1 o'clock. Bills and Cowboys play at 425. Ravens and Jaguars play tomorrow night. If the Ravens beat the Jaguars, Colts and Jaguars are tied for first place in the AFC South. Now, Hmm. Jacksonville has Mm -hmm. a tiebreaker because they swept Mm -hmm. the regular season set, but 
You'd be on a flat-footed tie with three games left to play. So, you know, in terms of the playoff picture, Bob, I, I think I've said it for the last several weeks. I think if the Colts get to ten wins, they're in. That would be two and one. Life would be a lot easier if you can win all three. Um, right. And if you're going to win two, win the two games against the teams from your own conference. That's the Raiders at home and the Texans at home as next week they go to Atlanta and play the Falcons. Well, I think it would be an amazing accomplishment uh, for a team that not many people gave them a chance to be in this position early in the year. And as you illustrated earlier, uh, with the personnel situation that they have, a lot of new faces doing a lot of things that had not been done before and clearly without your star running back for most of the season. So it's uh, it's it's amazing. It's just amazing what they've done. And who do they have next week And they, as they continue to make this struggle? So it's the Atlanta Falcons. So it's their last game against the NFC competition. Falcons okay. entering this weekend, one of three teams in the South that are 6-7. and seven on the season and currently atop that division. Uh, currently the Colts are 2-1 and one against the NFC South teams with wins against the Buccaneers and Panthers and a loss to the Saints. So it will not be easy, but frankly, what we have said about the Colts seemingly since about the middle of the season rings true in this one. The Colts can beat anybody in this league, and they can be beaten by anybody <laughs> in this league. The Colts fans are hopeful they will see the team that they I think we may have lost Mr. Rakestraw. Uh, certainly I have been great found, to talk. There you go. He's back. There's a cell phone dead spot as I get to like my driveway from my house. <laughs> All right, Greg. I appreciate you squeezing us in. Tremendous job. Colts win 30-13 to over Pittsburgh. I'll see you Thursday night for the IUPUI uh, defiance matchup. Always great to spend time with you in person and over the airwaves. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks, Bob. You too. Coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update with James Adams. Lots and lots of basketball to talk about. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.